ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode i'm your host steven g gaxiola and you are listening to the raider and the saint podcast Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to the Raider and the Saint podcast. Thank you guys so much for your guys' support throughout the years. This is year four, if I am correct. This is episode 140. Today's date is January 4th. The year is 2023. It is a rainy, gloomy day here in Southern California. It has been gloomy and raining for the past week, two weeks. Uh, it's been kind of hard for me to figure things out. Uh, before I get to what's been happening to me physically, uh, I want to get through these these notes, uh, the, the intro. So before I get to me, let's go over a little bit of the intro. If you guys are looking to be on the podcast, you want to be an advertiser, a sponsor, you guys can hit me up at the Raider and a Saint at Outlook.com. That is the Raider and a Saint at Outlook.com. Couple shout outs. Shout out to Wimpy's Pawn Shop in Azusa, California. Also, Main Pawn Shop in Baldwin Park, California. If you guys are looking to buy, sell, or trade your soul, it's uh, or you got extra cash, you want you want to go look for the uh, anything, jewelry for your lady or tools. Uh, hit those places up, man. Got some nice stuff over there. A lot of stuff I get for the podcast or stuff I need around the house, like tools. Uh, we definitely go over there. So hit them up. Let them know the Raider, sent, the Raider and the Saint guy sent you, and uh, they'll, they'll take care of you over there. I want to thank my past guest, my primo, my cousin Albert. Thank you for coming on the show, sir. It's always an honor to have you on. And that is my intro today. I'm going to get right into it, folks. Okay, for some people, I've, I've only told a handful of people. Uh, recently, I came down with the, the flu. Uh, I got the flu about, let's see, today's Wednesday. I started feeling icky about Friday before Christmas Eve. Day before Christmas Eve, Friday, I was going to work and uh, just working hard, trying to trying to just get through the holidays, have a good holiday for the family. And as a, as a, a family man, as a, as a, as a man, uh, you want to always have a good Christmas. You want your kids to have the best Christmas possible. So going to work, uh, working hard, you know, uh, saving money, doing what you need to do to make sure you get your kids uh, stuff they they couple stuff they want, but also stuff they need for 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 Christmas. So 
Uh, I started feeling little, uh, like little things behind my eyeballs, like little aches and pains there. And I didn't think anything of it because I remember when I got COVID, because I rarely get sick. That's the thing. I rarely, if I do get sick, I'm, I'm, I'm in bed for a day. Just might be under the weather, you know, something like that, like a head cold or little things like that. December's are really tough for me. December's I really get, uh, I'm really battling sickness or to not get sick. And then February, March, April is when I deal with uh, fucking allergies. So I've learned over the years when to start take, make sure to take extra precaution. So going back to that Friday, I started having uh, these, like, like your eyes were strained. And I remember when I got COVID, that's how it started. I ignored it, of course. You know, I continued to work. I worked that Saturday and came home and... Uh, that was a Saturday. It was Christmas Eve, and, you know, I had my, my, my boy Jared came over, and we participated in festivities, which means I drank some uh, some scotch. Uh, I smoked. I smoked the prime. What did I smoke? The the prime. Not the prime rib. The, the ribeye. I smoked the ribeye. Ribeye roast. That's what it's called. Ribeye roast. So I smoked the ribeye roast. Drank some scotch, had a good time. Uh, night ended early, you know, maybe 12, probably even way before that. Went to bed. Woke up Christmas morning. You know, uh, not, I mean, you tend to forget, you know, the aches and pains and being sick. You're just, you've been going through it all month, feeling icky and, and not feeling good, congestion and, you kind of just forget about it. So I woke up the next morning and I just, I poured me another glass of scotch, man, scotch on the rocks. And I got up and lately too. I have not been sleeping either. I've always, I've been since December, I've been waking up at like two in the morning, dude. I just can't even go to sleep. And so, uh, I, I woke up at like seven it was like seven and no alarm or anything. And I got up and I turned on the lights. I put a couple extra stuff in the, stockings threw a couple extra presents out that i wrapped under the tree and uh rent got me a, a glass of scotch on the rocks i said fuck it dude it's christmas and i worked really hard you know and it's, it's not as hard as i used to in the past i don't have a hard-ass route like i used to but enough to where i said hey man i want to relax it's christmas day we got christmas day off the day after christmas so i relaxed and uh Sat there, you know, watched some TV or whatever I watched. And then the kids started uh, waking up like around 10, 11. And so uh, we opened presents, nothing of it, and had a good time. And then we went to my parents' house. Went to my parents' house. We had brunch. Had brunch there. Christmas night, we come home. Um, my lady and her, and her family come over. Well, my lady lives with me, but... Uh, her family comes over that night, and then I remember uh, just pushing through it. I was tired. I wanted to take a nap. Didn't have time, and I just poured another fucking glass of scotch, dude. Just kept the party going, and then uh, did that, you know, hung out in the backyard and just chilled, threw the fire pit on, and then uh, we all went to bed, right? Went to bed. Monday morning, we wake up. I'm starting to feel, you know, I'm starting to feel tired, but I bought the kids uh, Christmas. Well, I bought tickets to go watch uh, Avatar 2. 
in IMAX 3D at the block in Orange. So that was Monday morning at 10. So we got up early and I got up and, uh, you know, now I'm starting to feel hungover, tired, worn down. I go to uh, the movies and, you know, they actually sell beer there. So I had a few beers. And so I'm watching the movie and it just hit me. I'm, I'm so tired. Like I wanted to fall asleep in the chair. I was tired and, and I kind of just sucked it up. And then I started getting heartburn because of the heart, the, the, the eating fucking tamales and hot sauce and I mean, homemade chili. And so I started getting heartburn and I take, you know, I, Tums, you know, Tums usually takes it away. I'm able to handle it. But so we get home Monday, I take a nap. I wake up and I'm just feeling I'm worn down, right? I'm tired, worn down, I'm kicking back. Not too bad. It's not too bad. And then Tuesday morning I wake up, man, and I just, I, it's, something's wrong. So something, something's starting to come upon me. And sure enough, I, I asked for the day off. They wouldn't give me the day off. And I, and I says, you know what, let me call in sick, dude. And, and I didn't want to call in sick, but I knew that, like, something told me you, you need to. So I called in sick. Sure enough, by like 8.30, dude, here comes the chills. Here comes the aches and pains. And I've been through COVID. Like I said, I don't get sick a lot. I don't get sick a lot. And so I'm like, fuck, dude, is it COVID? Is it COVID again? And, and I'm laying, laying on the couch. And here comes the, the chills, the aches, the pains, the, the, the sweats. So I roll through it, you know. I push through it, you know, staying hydrated. This was Tuesday, staying hydrated. And, and it, it went away, you know, by like 2 o'clock. I'm like, all right, okay, maybe I just have the flu. So I was able to get up, and I took two tests right away. I took two tests, came back negative. I said, all right. I felt good. I said, all right. I went, got in the car, went to run some errands, went to uh, get some food, you know, and, and uh, came back home. I ate, and I felt good, and and uh, man, took another nap. So I went, took another nap, and then I woke up, and and I'm okay, right? I'm okay. You know, I'm going through it, but then at night, it just came upon me again, like the, the cold sweats, the aches, the pains, uh, the fever. Fever started kicking in, and then anxiety just started kicking. Anxiety, and I'm just like, just like, 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 what the fuck, dude? It was like felt like COVID. It felt like that COVID would always come in hot at night. And what the, I was told is that the reason why you feel worse at night is because your body tends to relax at night. You know, you go to work, come home, you relax. Your body wants to relax. And it can't. And so that's why you can't sleep. <coughs> so it's probably been. So the next day is Wednesday. Uh, I'm not sleeping. Not sleeping at all, dude. A couple winks here and there. I get up from, from the bed and I go to the living room. And then I'll, I'll sit up and I'll, I'll watch YouTube or something. And hopefully if I feel tired, I'll take a nap. Take a nap on the couch. And, and that's kind of what it's, what it's been. And so uh feel okay, just feel worn down, feel not not too bad, dude. And then uh Wednesday night, man, Wednesday night I started getting like at night I was getting these drips in the back of my throat. And I had the drip going back mid December. I called out uh, uh, called out and sick one day. I couldn't sleep. Like it was just pouring in the back of my throat. So this time same thing. Like it was just I kept coughing. The congestion wasn't going away. And at the same time, I have heartburn, right? I have heartburn, indigestion. 
So I know that if I take a, a mucinex, something to help with the with the cough and the congestion, it's going to cause heartburn. But I had no choice. I said, dude, I, I can't breathe. I started wheezing. And this is uh, Wednesday, so a week ago. So I take it, and it's like 11 o'clock at night. I haven't been sleeping. I'm tired. I just want to sleep. And I'm sitting on the couch, propped up. And it's just, I just start wheezing and wheezing. It just doesn't want to stop. Next thing you know, man, it sounds like in the back of my throat that I just swallowed a whole canister of Pop Rocks. Now, if you guys are young kids or young kids, you guys would know, young adults. When we were kids, you had those Pop Rocks, right? You put them in your mouth, they start popping. I don't know how to sound them. I think it's like that. It's just popping in your mouth. I I can open up my mouth and the back of my throat sounded like I had a bunch of Pop Rocks. And no matter what I was doing, trying to cough it out, anything I was trying, I was trying to, my, my chest was hurting for two days for just coughing, trying to cough it out for two days. So then the medicine kicks in a little bit, kind of, but I'm able to like kind of fall asleep sitting up. And then I said, dude, I need to lay down. So I go back to the room to lay down. This is about, because I remember at 11 o'clock, I told my lady, I think I should go in to the hospital. And I just right away, dude, the first thing is like, it's going to be fucking 10 hours. I already know I'm going to be there for 10 fucking hours. And that's the one thing I'm like, let me just suck it up, dude. You know, tomorrow I'll feel better. You know, that's how COVID hit me. It was so bad the last night that I had to call the ambulance. I couldn't breathe. And they assured me like tomorrow you should be, this should be the last heavy night. Tomorrow you should be able to start breathing better. And so... I'm thinking that to myself. Tomorrow I know I'm going to feel better. Tomorrow I know I'm going to feel better. And so uh, I go to lay in the bed, and it's just same thing, dude. Just pop rock, horse noise. I mean, I should have fucking videotaped it. It was just disgusting, dude. Just. I mean, it was it was disgusting. Excuse me if I cough. I'm really trying not to cough. So. At 3 o'clock in the morning, I get up, dude, and I, and I tell my wife. I says, hey, uh, I'm taking myself in. And she's dead asleep. She, uh, uh, you want me to take you? I said, no. I better go. You know, like I, I want to make sure I don't have pneumonia. You know, make sure it's nothing worse than it's supposed to be. Sure enough, I go in there. Plus, I got heartburn, so my fucking chest is hurting. It's fucking hurting. And I'm gassy. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking full of gas. And so I get in the car and I'm driving. As soon as I'm sitting in the car, everything kinds of like go away, right? Everything that the horse, uh, the horsenessness or the wheezing goes away. Everything seems to kind of just go back into place. I get to uh, St. Jude's in about 10, less than 10 minutes, dude. No traffic, dude. No one's out on the street. I walk in, it's packed, right? It's fucking packed. Sick people. <coughs> Excuse me if I'm coughing. So I go in there. And I tell him, I says, listen, I got the flu. I got heartburn. I go, but because of the heartburn and indigestion, it hurts when I breathe. Like, it's wheezy. So they go, all right. So they, they right away, they take me to the back. The guy does my vitals. My blood pressure is a little high. He, he goes and sits me down, right? I go and sit down. I'm not in the waiting room anymore. I'm inside the hospital, the emergency, sitting on a chair. Now it's like 3.15, 3.30 in the morning by now. 
So you wait for the doctor. So the doctor comes around. He, he check, starts checking your vitals. And he's like, what's the problem? I says, well, I, I got the flu, and then I, I have heartburn. So I took, you know, I took a, a mucinex pill, and it, it causes more indigestion. So now I got indigestion. It hurts. I go on top of it. I, I'm wheezing, dude. Like, I got, I'm wheezing. Like, a, a lot of congestion. I go, it's ugly. And it wasn't as bad sitting up. You know, but if I were to lay down, it'd get worse. So sure enough, he orders a battering ram full of uh, tests, right? Blood work. Lady comes, and I, I never filled so many vials of blood in my life, dude. Just boom, 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 boom. And then she goes, sit tight. It's going to take a little, it's going to take about two hours of, to get the results. So now I'm sitting in the fucking emergency room with people screaming and yelling. I mean, the shit that you see in the middle of the night, is, it's, it's, it's insane, dude. I'm tired. I'm worn down, dude. I want to fucking just sleep, dude. Like, I need, I just want to sleep. That's all I want. So I'm, I'm laying, you know, I'm laying against the, the side of the wall, put my sweater against the wall, kind of doze off for 20 minutes, whatever, get stood up again, and just watching people come in. There's this one guy, he was, I know he, he was homeless. He was, his jaw was, was moving a million miles a minute, man, but he had this cough. Fuck, I thought I had a bad cough. This motherfucker... Had the cough of death. <laughs> and his jaw was rolling. And I'm like, this motherfucker, whatever I got, he's got it 10 times a billion. I don't know how these motherfuckers are still alive, still walking around, all fucking zoinked out on, on fentanyl and, and meth, whatever they're fucking doing. They're, they're, they're coughing like, their cough sounds like they're about to cough their last fucking organ out of their body or something. So I seen that one guy comes in like that, and there's another guy coming in. I know he's looking for pills because he's complaining about back pain, he's throwing up, and yeah, I got Vicodin, but I forgot it at home. Usually that's what they give me. So he's sitting there. He's he he was sitting there for. He's probably still sitting there waiting for his fucking pills because I could tell that's what it was. He was there for. Um. So I I sat in that chair for about fucking five hours, dude. And I was in pain the whole time. My chest was hurting, heartburn. Uh, it was uh, very uncomfortable, and I just, I just, mental toughness. I guess I don't know. I could have been complaining, uh, but like I said, having heartburn isn't my first rodeo, and being sick isn't my my first either. So I just sat there, dude. And sure enough, here comes the doctor. He tells me, hey. Uh, First of all, because yeah, they did X-rays too. So, so first he says, uh, "You, uh, yeah, he asks, he goes, do you, uh, no high, no, no signs of heart disease or uh, blood pressure?" And I go, "No, man, no, no, just had the physical, everything's good." Okay, he goes, "Well, one thing is, uh, your heart enzymes, uh, they're a little because they did an EKG as well. Because right, right, right when you tell them." When you go into the hospital and you tell them you got chest pains or you can't breathe, they look at your heart. That's the first thing they do. So if you want to get seen right away for anything, just tell them your heart hurts. Just say, hey, my chest hurts. And they'll take you in right away because that's what uh, they usually do with me. I, but I, that's the, I had chest pains, but I knew it was heartburn. So he goes, your enzymes from your heart are slightly elevated, which showed signs of uh, distress. When your heart, when they do blood work, they start seeing enzymes in your blood that come from your heart. They know that, hey, there's something wrong with your heart. 
And then he tells me, you have fluid in your lungs. So right then and there, there's two things that's going on. Okay. Uh, I, can be, I, I can either be having a heart attack, uh, congestive heart failure, or I can have pneumonia and it's just my, my heart's uh, really stressed out from uh, what's going on in my body. So he tells me, hang tight. You're not going anywhere. They were supposed to bring me Tylenol and uh, anti-acid, but they never did. So I sat there in pain. Yeah, 3.30s. Yeah, till about 8.39. They finally got me a, a bed in the emergency room. So as soon as I get in there, dude, they, the, a team of, of uh, nurses, they come in. They start strapping me in, you know, putting a, a, an IV bag. They go, they're going to give you an IV bag with a, a it's an antiviral. Because he tests me. He goes, you don't have COVID or RSV. He goes, you have the flu. So I said, okay. So I have the flu. My, my heart's showing signs of uh, distress with the enzymes in the blood. And my lungs have some type of fluid in it. So they finally gave me my bed five and a half hours later. I'm still in pain, my chest. So they think I'm having a heart attack. So the first thing they do is they put me up to an IV. They put me up to an IV and then they give me some antiviral. The, the nurse said, this is a cocktail. Like we don't know what kind of virus you have. But this is kind of like the one where we give someone just to make sure we cover all all bases, all, all corners of the virus. So, all right, cool. So she puts it in me. And right away, I got to shit. I got to pee. You know, the, those IVs just run right through you if you never had an IV. And then she, and then the respiratory therapist comes right away, and he gives me a therapy. It's like, like some type of smoke coming from a, a pipe. Not a pipe, but like a... Some some machine plugged in. It's got some smoke, so he says, just breathe this. I guess it was some type of steroid to help my breathing. Uh, didn't really see any difference with that. Uh, but they started giving me, they started attacking the, the chest area, right? So then I told her, I go, I got pain here, you know? She goes, okay. So first thing she does is she gives me some uh, uh, Tylenol and, and, Tylenol and, uh, and ibuprofen. And she goes, here, this will help for if you have any blood clots or you're having a heart attack. And then I told her, well, I got heartburn. You know, my, 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 my this hurts. She goes, well, you could be having a heart attack. I go, I don't think I'm having a heart attack. I think it's heartburn. She goes, okay, well, we'll, we'll try both bases. So right off the bat, she gives me a shot of this stuff called lidocaine. And it tastes minty, and it numbs your whole throat and your esophagus. So she did that, and boom, yeah, the pain went away for a little bit. And, and I felt relief for a while, you know, and then she comes back, you know, cause I'm there for hours, dude. So another hour later, she comes back, she goes, uh, how you feeling? I said, it's starting to come back again. She goes, okay, well, we're going to give you some, uh, nitroglycerin. It's going to open up your, open up your arteries around your heart. Just in case if you're having a heart attack, it's going to help you uh, relieve that pain you're having. She goes, and if that doesn't work, we'll give you some morphine. So right off the bat, I'm like, fucking morphine, fuck yeah. Give me some morphine because I already know I'm going to feel good and I'm going to sleep. And that's the one thing I was looking for, some sleep. So, yeah, shoot me up. So uh, I said, all right, cool. So she gives me the nitroglycerin. And look, it, I'm going to be honest, of course. I'm not going to lie. And she goes, does it work? No, it didn't work. All right, we're going to give you another one. She gives me another one. You put it under your tongue and it dissolves. And I guess this is what they give people if you're going to – if you're you're vulnerable of having a heart attack, you would keep this nitroglycerin on you. And if you feel like you're having a heart attack, you would put it under your tongue and it would open up your blood vessel so your your heart could pump freely. So she ended up giving me the three of them. By the third one, I'm like, no, it it still hurts. 
I knew it's Harper, and I was like, it has to be uh, some type of ulcer somewhere in, in the middle of my chest. It feels like an ulcer. Anyway, she ends up shooting me up with some uh, morphine. Uh, didn't really feel it, uh, you know, but it did help me relax. It did help me sleep, and it did take the pain away. So uh, then there was a, a, a uh, so then we had a, a shift change. So the we got got another nurse. She came in, and uh, same thing, you know, just checking on me, gave me some more anti-acid medicine, uh, and then and. Probably like around two thirty is when I two to three is when they took oh no so check this out so they sent in so during all this they sent in this um, nurse she does uh mam not mammograms what do you anyways they what they do is that she it's a device you know when women are pregnant and they do the the ultrasound that's what it was. It was an ultrasound, but it was a fancy word for it. It was an ultrasound on my heart. So what they do is they, they would get little images of my heart and, and, and collect the sound and everything. And so she did that for about 40 minutes. So before I went upstairs to the the main hospital, doctor shows up. And uh, he tells me, yeah, you got some enzymes. Uh, you're not going anywhere. We're going to have to run some tests on your heart and so now they're looking at my heart. Now they're saying it's something wrong with my heart. They don't know what's wrong with it. And I feel fine. I says, I, I feel fine. I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with my heart. Uh, so uh, they do all the blood work. They do all, they do the, 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 the sonogram test or whatever it's called. And then, yeah, they, so about 3 o'clock, they send me to my room. Uh, it's, it's the third floor, St. Jude, and that's all for heart patients. So I get my own room because I have the flu. So I'm sitting there. I'm getting settled in. The, the nurses are nice. They're hooking me up to all these to this device that's going to monitor my heart, uh, constantly checking my blood pressure, stuff like that. And so uh, I'm laying down, and then the doctor comes in. Same doctor from the emergency, and he goes, uh, he goes, do you use meth? And I says, what? He goes, uh, do you use meth? And I said, uh, no. He goes, uh, cause you got a heart of of a of a meth user, and I says, excuse me. He goes, you have a heart of a meth user. I said, I've never fucking used meth my whole life. What's going on here, dude? I said, I came in cause I had heartburn, and I have the flu. I go, I just had a physical. I just got my eyes checked. Everything's running good. Now you're saying that I have a a, a heart as a meth user? I go, that does not make sense to me. He goes, well, do you have history of heart disease, high blood, and surgery? No, I go, nothing. I go, this is my first time in the emergency. This is, I mean, first time in the hospital, in a hospital bed. He goes, okay. You know, and he, he leaves, and he goes, you're going to have to run some more tests. You're going to have to stay the night. I go, that's fine. All right. And also then they started bringing me uh, food, and I'm making calls on the phone. Every time they come in, there's some something new, you know, uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm saying, calling people, my mom and my, my wife, and I, I don't know. I go, I feel fine. I feel like, yeah, I feel better now. Like I, I don't, I'm not wheezing anymore. So uh, the next day, so I, I can't sleep, right? Obviously, you can't sleep at the hospital. They're coming in every uh, three hours to check your temperature, and I'm running, I'm still running a fever, uh, blood pressure, uh, taking your blood pressure, uh, and at this time they haven't really started me on any meds. 
just uh, stuff to battle the flu. Oh, they did give me some type of diuretic to help me go pee too. But uh, as far as like energy level and 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 like my like being scared, I wasn't. I wasn't at all. I just couldn't believe this was happening to me. Like, I went in there because I was congested. I had the flu, and now I'm in there because something's wrong with my heart. So it was just a like, what the fuck's going on? So the next day. They were going to run battery of tests. One of them uh, is a stress test. A stress test is uh, they inject into you some type of adrenochrome, uh, some type of stuff that makes your heart beat. Like you're, it feels like you're on a roller coaster or, I mean, uh, if I were to explain it to uh, people who've done drugs, it's kind of like you, you, you did two big fat lines of coke, dude, and you're kind of like, fuck, did I take too much? I guess yeah, that's how you could explain it. It was a, a big, uh, but it, it lasts less than a minute. So you're just like, <sighs> and then another test they ran was they, they inject ink into you to see if you have any clogged arteries or anything. So, uh, the tests that are being run. So I'm so I, that's the next day. So this is Thursday. Uh, was it Thursday? No, let's see. I got in. When I got in Thursday morning, so Thursday, so Friday they ran the test. Okay, so Friday they ran the yeah, because Wednesday night I didn't feel good. Uh, Thursday morning at three in the morning is when I went in there, and I didn't get my bed till later that Thursday around three. And then Friday they did the test. Okay, so Friday they did the test. Here comes a cardiologist, right? I'm laying there before the test started. He's coming in. He he he's getting all the information from the the main doctor. Uh, I think the doctor for the the main emergency uh, facility is Doctor Lee, if I'm correct. Which, from what I heard, he's really good. And it was weird because every time they'd come into the room and try to talk to me, it was always something different. You know, always it was like they were in, they were investigators, right? You know, just they didn't come. They didn't come up with one answer right off the bat. They kind of waited and, and did a bunch of tests and just to see. And so I was like, "When I'm going to see the cardiologist? When I, I want to see him? What's going on?" So he shows up, and he's well, well renounced as well, Doctor Rahi, I think, if I'm pronouncing it. Actually, I got an appointment with him tomorrow. So uh, he's looking at all the paperwork, and I'm sure he's been looking at everything at his office and. and, and He's quiet, and he comes up, and he says, uh, do you smoke cigarettes? And I says, no. I go, I chew tobacco. He goes, no. How about alcohol? I go, no more than the average person. You know, nothing nothing crazy. He goes, okay. Uh, so then, uh, okay, he goes, okay, I'm ready. So they do the test. You know, I do the, the stress test, and I'm like, you know, I'm just like, whoa, dude, this is crazy. You know, I'm thinking, why would they do this if I'm sick? I'm still sick. You know, I'm still running the temperature. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyways, they do it. I was nervous. I was like, if it's my heart, dude, I don't want my heart. To, I don't want to have a heart attack here on this table. Anyways, he, he he looks at the numbers, looks at the test, and he finally gets up and he goes, uh, you're not going to be going to work for a while. And I go, well, what's going on? He goes, you have myocarditis. He goes, your heart's inflamed, and your heart's only pumping at 20%, which they the doctor told me 
the Dr. Lee, the, the main emergency doctor had told me that too. I forgot to tell you guys. That's one thing he said. He says, your heart's only pumping at 20%. That's why I asked if you've done meth. And I says, no, 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 dude, never. So the cardiologist, he, he says, you have myocarditis. He goes, the virus attacked your heart and it, and it caused your heart to have inflammation. And now it's weak. It's only pumping at 20%. Now, don't think your heart pumps at 100%. It doesn't. It, it pumps at 50% when it, when it works as a, as, 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 as a unit. So 50, I'm at 20. And I know people that have been lower than, than 20. Uh, but that's what's happening right now with me, folks. I have myocarditis. I don't know how severe it is. I mean, it, they really didn't say anything. They just said that I can't work. They put me on three different types of blood pressure medications. Uh, and I got home. I was able to luckily. So after he told me that, I, I just like I couldn't believe it. And uh, went back to my room, had had lunch, made, made made my phone calls, and then they didn't say when I was going home. Like they don't really say anything. Uh, the doctor did come in the next morning, and he said, uh, "They no, they said you're gonna stay another night." So I was like, "All right, whatever." You know, uh, okay. So I stayed another night, couldn't sleep, restless legs. You know, just just going through it. Doctor comes in in the morning. He says, uh, you know, uh, you're going to have to follow up and, you know, make sure, uh, you know, you take your med the medications. And uh, he goes, I'm going to see if I can let you ho go home today, but I have to take an electrolyte test uh, to make sure my electrolytes were good. And so I'm just like, oh, how long is that going to take? He's like, uh, you know, a couple of hours. And I'm just like, like, let's go, dude. Like, well, I feel fine. Let's go. I want to go home then. You know, there's nothing else for you guys to do for me. I didn't really, I wasn't really rude to him, you know, but I, that's what I'm thinking, you know, like, well, let's get this party on the road then. So they came in, they took more, more blood. And finally, like they called my lady. They're like, Hey, we're going to really be releasing them. So, uh, the nurse came and I walked down on my own, uh, bare, uh, bare feet, but I did start feeling my heart though. I did, uh, that night they told me I had, uh, myocarditis. I did feel it. I got up to look out the window and saw it raining. I did feel it in my heart. Like I did feel some type of like winded, like my heart, like was like, there was something wrong. I go, fuck. Okay. I, I feel it now. And the, the nurse who released me walked me downstairs. She says, it's okay for you to move around, but just don't go too hard. Don't start running or start exercising. She goes, it's okay to get up and walk around. Your heart wants to exercise. He goes, uh, your, your heart will get better. Uh, it's just going to take time. So as of right now, uh, no work for me. I see my cardiologist tomorrow. So it's barely even been a week. Uh, what I found out on Friday. So it's not even a week since I found this out. So I see the cardiologist. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. I'm sure he's obviously checked my heart. I don't know if anything news. I don't. I know it's not worse. You know, I feel good because if it was worse, what happened was when my when when the fluid in my lungs was the buildup of my heart, or the fluid. So what happens is when your heart can't pump all the fluid out, it backs up into your your lungs, and so that's what had happened to me. But that hasn't happened. They said if you start gaining weight, and you start uh, start seeing like gaining weight, and you start getting 
your hands, your feet start getting fluid in them, then that's when you got to go back to the hospital. So that has not happened. Um, you know, the heart's doing okay. Uh, the medication seems to work. It's making me really drowsy. But uh, for right now, I'm just going to do what the doctors say. I'm not going to try to go holistic and try to go uh, do all kinds of di weird different shit right now. Right now, I'm going to trust modern medicine and, and just do it that way because uh, that that's just the safest route right now. I'm not going to try to do no holistic healing and let me try to take some herbs and stuff. No, dude, when it comes to your heart, I'm just going to trust modern science, dude, and uh, and, and, and go this route. But as far as, like, eating, you know, obviously eating right. I've been eating right, salad. So I think I lost already 15 pounds. Uh, and just got to take it day by day, I guess. But I see the cardiologist tomorrow. Then I see my primary doctor. Well, I got a new primary doctor. I'm going to switch doctors because uh, I haven't seen my primary doctor in years and so I, I got this new doctor and uh, it's going to take me out on a sh uh, leave of absence. I'm going to take a leave of absence from work and see what happens. Uh, who knows, you know, my, my heart might be better in a couple weeks. Uh, but I, for now, I got to rest and take it easy. Uh, it sucks. It definitely sucks laying around all day, especially I want to go out for walks, but it's been raining. We've got a storm coming in. I'm actually in my garage doing this podcast. I was going to try to do it outside, but. Uh, everything's all wet, dude. And I wanted to come in here and do a podcast for you guys because uh, you guys mean a lot to me. And I just want you guys to uh, don't worry about me. Just keep me in your prayers. Uh, this time, I, I feel good. I feel good. I'm going to continue the podcast, but it's just weird. It's like, well, what happens if COVID, you know, if, if I get COVID? I mean, is that going to, like, destroy me? You know, uh, it's one of those things where I I, I, won't, I have a lot of questions I got to ask the doctors. Like, do I have to be a hermit, you know, like to protect myself because I have underlying health conditions now? It's just it's it's weird. You know, I, you would never think of anything like this happening to you. And it fucking happens. Myocarditis. I don't know if it, if it came from covid and when I had covid and if it, it really fucked up my heart or People are saying vaccines. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. It's it's rare. It's a rare that this thing happens, and it happened to me. So I'm not going to be mad about it. I'm not going to be cursing. Uh, just going to roll with it, man. And that, that's what I've learned on this podcast is everything I've been through. I, I You should get pissed off and angry, take things personal. Why me? Why me? Now I just roll with the punches. Now I'm just like, it is what it is, dude. There's nothing I could do, you know. It's we're here, we're here one moment, we're gone the next, dude. I know people that 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 have brain cancer right now and other sorts of cancer, and they're terminal. You know, I don't know where this is gonna lead to. I don't know if my heart's gonna ever get better. I pray that it is. I, I I'm fully confident it is. If it doesn't, then I, I don't know. I'm not gonna think about the future right now. I'm just gonna think about now. And I wanted to get in here and tell you guys what's going on with me because uh, you guys deserve it. You know, people have hit me up and said, I was looking for your podcast and this and that. And, and, and it's like, yeah, I've been wanting to come here and do something, let you guys know. But I will be podcasting. I'm going to be off work. So I'm going to definitely have an open schedule to get people to come 
and and be on the podcast. So I'm definitely going to be working more on that. Since I can't go to work, they don't want me to go to work. I know I can podcast. So I'm going to be podcasting more, podcasting during the week, doing things, you know, to, to keep my mind off what's going on. I don't know how long I'm going to be out for. Hopefully it's not too long. You know, I, I don't want to be away from work too long, you know, but my health comes first. So I got to do whatever the doctor says. Uh, but for now, I will be podcasting. Uh, will probably be podcasting for a few more times by myself before I could get my immune system up and then I can have some guests that come on, you know, because I definitely can't afford to get sick again. And COVID's running rapid right now. That RSV is running rapid. Uh, and so right now my body's weak. My body's really weak. Uh, I feel fine, though. Physically, I feel fine. Uh, but I, I know my body's been through a lot, so I've just kind of just been chilling. It sucks. You know, I watch so much fucking TV and uh, just watch Tulsa King. If you haven't seen that with Sylvester Stallone, watch Tulsa King. Uh, Yellowstone's one of my favorite shows. I love that show. The new one that just came out, 1923. Uh, that show's fucking badass, too. Uh, if you guys don't have any of... Uh, these like like paramount plus what i do is i go online or on my phone and type in go movies.com just type in go movies go movies and it's a website where you can watch movies that ain't out yet uh you can watch all the any tv show you want to watch because i don't have netflix i got a lot of things i have like uh what do i have, I have amazon prime i have uh hbo max uh, then I got YouTube TV, uh, Hulu, and I think that's it. I don't have Netflix. I don't have Paramount Plus. I think I have Apple too, but Apple's Apple's not really that good. So I've been binge watching. Uh, getting boring. I just want to be able to get in a nice routine to go walk around, get moving again. But uh, I'm not gonna go down without a fight, folks. I'll tell you that. Uh, just gonna take it one day at a time uh if you guys don't know my cousin albert who's been on my show who was just on my show uh you know the eldest of all the cousins i always looked up to him he had congested heart failure at 42 and i'm 42 now but at 42 about three four years ago he had congested heart failure and i and we've talked about it on, on the show and he his lungs were f full of liquid fluid and he felt like he wasn't going to wake up one night and they went in there and they didn't think he was going to make it. And uh, he had full congested heart failure and he survived. Now he's, he's hundred percent back. Well, I don't know hundred percent back, but I know he has to watch certain things he does, but he, he's living a, a healthy life. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's living a healthy life, but he's, Back to you know he has he can have some beers and relax and uh, hang out but uh, falls all the other extracurricular activity that's gone and but he uh, he made a full recovery my sister as well my sister she had congestive heart failure something was just wrong with her ticker uh, the doctor said she would never be able to have kids again it was after her first kid they said that she was never going to have kids again or, or her heart couldn't handle it. And uh, she ended up having three more kids after that, and she made a full recovery. So there's a lot of positive stories out there. Uh, I got to stay positive. I know someone I reached out to had supposedly has myocarditis, and 
uh, still trying to figure out uh, what's going on with that. But uh, they said they've been on a bunch of uh, vlogs and a bunch of uh, Facebook uh, pages. And I'm going to stay away from all that because I remember, remember going through certain things and going on vlogs and just reading different stories. And it's just I don't want to hear any negativity, positivity, and nothing. I just want to. I'm going to stay out of that and just do what the doctors say. And, and just, uh, I know health, I know my, my, my wellness. And so I'm going to, I'm going to stick to that. But, uh, if you guys got any, uh, questions, concerns, uh, want to be on the show, you guys can get a hold of me at the Raider Saint at outlook.com. That is the Raider and the Saint at outlook.com. Also on Instagram, Facebook, you can reach out to me. And please tell your friends to be safe. I want all you guys to be safe, man. I know, I know I'm not going to tell you guys to wear a mask or not. But if it can happen to me, it can happen to anybody. I wasn't expecting something like this to happen to me. Uh, someone who takes vitamins, who wa watches, you know, what, what he puts in them. Uh, I've, been, I've been down that road of partying and, and, and doing a bunch of blow and popping pills and those days have long been gone. And for something like this to happen, it's just, it can happen to anyone. So I want you guys to be safe, man. There's a lot of nasty. I know someone, a coworker of mine who, who got RSV, and he's been out of work since August, and he, he got pneumonia from it. And he's been uh, battling it ever since. Still battling it. It's got ailments. So it's it's something out there, man. There's something really weird going on. And I'm not telling I'm not trying to be a fear mongler or anything like that, but I just want everyone to be safe. Uh take take your vitamins. You know, wash your hands. You know, wash your ass, you know. And after you wash your ass, wash your hands. Don't go wiping your ass and then fucking eating a hamburger, you know. Just uh be safe, guys. I'm, I'm not going to go anywhere, though. I'm going to be podcasting. Uh, I'll give you guys an update. What's today? Wednesday. So maybe Sunday. Sunday, I, uh, I could do a podcast and uh, give you more update of what's going on. But right now, that's what's going on. But I will be podcasting uh, and giving to keep you guys updated. So other than that, man, I, I love you guys, man. Keep me in, in your prayers. And I look forward to speaking with you guys soon. All right. I love you guys. Be good. All right. Peace.